Okay, we're just about to the big hour of 5 o'clock. It's almost quitting time for some of you. You are listening to WCCR, All Credence Clearwater Revival, all the time. And now, for the 15th time today, Lodi. Previously on the Upside Down Dirty Podcast. This is a little different episode. I'm going to be talking with my friend Imelda. So for this episode, I asked her to come up with her top... 25 favorite songs so yeah um these are our top 25 favorite songs 50 in all of course (sighs) the secret word for this episode is apple all right yes this is episode seven part three Uh, so far we have gone through 20 songs including If This Is It by Huey Lewis and the News, Walk Like an Egyptian by The Bangles, Back to Good by Matchbox 20, You'll Accompany B, B, You'll Accompany B by Mob Seeger, no. <laughs> You'll Accompany Me by Bob Seeger, Three Days by Jane's Addiction, Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder, Sad Cafe by The Eagles, Oh How Happy by Shades of Blue, Within You Without You by The Beatles, Open Your Heart by Madonna, Two of Us by The Beatles, It's Alright Ma, I'm Only Bleeding by Bob Dylan, Red Red Wine by UB40, From a Jack to a King by Ned Miller, Used Car Salesman, Uh, I Can't Tell You Why by The Eagles, Toy Soldiers by Martika, Swan Lee by Sid Barrett, Auld Lang Syne by Kenny Kenny G, (laughs) Into Dust by Mazzy Star, and Baby Got Going by Liz Fair. So, all right, without further ado, here are 20 more of our favorite songs. All right, what's your next one? Um, Black Water by the Doobie Brothers. Oh. I do like some Southern rock. And uh, Black Water, there's just something magical about that song. It's just a really cool song. And it's kind of gross because, you know, at the end they say, uh, um, Come and dance your daddy all night long, which is like a southern expression and an old school expression, you know. Yeah, yeah. They call their the men, the women call their man daddy, you know. But just like the older men, you know, back in the day, they called their wives mother for whatever reason. Yeah, um, yeah. But, like uh, Blanche calls her dad Big Daddy on Golden Girls. Exactly, Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that's just a really cool song. There's something, like I said, magical about it. Um, it's just a fun, nice song. Yeah. Uh, I have a story after. Yeah, and then just the whole Black Water. It's just really cool. And I've always wanted to, like, do a steam a steamboat cruise down the Mississippi River. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, and they do yeah, have yeah. Them, but they're super expensive. That <laughs> like, would be very awesome. Expensive. Very expensive. But I just thought it'd be cool to like start from Missouri and then just like take a steamboat cruise from there down the Mississippi, you know, to the south. And that'd be so much fun. Be like me and listen to that song the entire trip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but they have. They have a, I looked into it once and they have a different cruises that you can take. And these cruises all have different themes. You can go on the Mardi Gras theme, Steamboat, or you can have like the Civil War one, which I would love to do. Um, and so they stop huh. along the way. 
um, depending on the cruise you're taking, they stop at like, like for example, Civil War, they're going to stop at little places that have the Civil War stuff. They also have like a ghost one, you know, like, uh, like haunted history and voodoo one. Like, oh yeah, I would totally be down for those, but wow, yeah. I, have agoraphobia. I have agoraphobia and I'm poor. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> but, um, but yes, I will be listening to that song the entire fucking time. <laughs> the entire. Okay. What's your story? Oh, it, it just, um, that is a song that, that is another song that I, one of the first songs that I remember really liking also. And I remember mm-hmm. singing along to it. And I was like, I was really little. And you know, the part where I want to hear some funky uh, Dixie. Dixie, yeah, yeah. Well, when I was singing it, I accidentally said fucking I want to hear some fucking Dixieland. And then I like put my hand over my mouth and because I was like right next to my mom. That's probably the only time my mom has ever heard me swear. And it, <laughs> of course it was accident. And I felt so ashamed because I, I, yeah, I was like, I don't know how old I was, like six maybe, or I don't know. It was, I was, it's one of my earliest memories. And, and maybe, she, maybe that's why I've never hear? sworn in front of my mom. Did she hear you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and, I mean, she, she, you know, she laughed. But to me, I was like, I was like, I said a bad word. And uh, back then, I I, like didn't say any like bad words at all. That came later. (laughs) You put yourself on timeout. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wearing the dunce cap, you put you make a dunce cap for yourself and you like wear it and you put yourself on timeout. (laughs) Meanwhile, you're laughing the entire time that's why i'm going to <laughs> into the gnashing teeth of hell for <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right your turn all right now this was this was a tough call kind of well i don't know not really but uh so my next song is tom petty free fallen mm-hmm nice which that song was not probably not the first tom petty song i heard i I think it was american girl and i remember trying to figure out who sang that because i didn't know and you know sometimes on the radio when they play a song they'll play like multiple artists and i didn't i never heard who sang that and i found out later and then that's when i got into tom petty and yeah, free fall. And even though, um, like, and this is, uh, and I love Tom Petty. And this, of course, is one of uh, probably his most popular song. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it for a reason. I'd say it, it's this song has gotten me through a lot of tough times like when I was oh. kind of depressed and, and I would just listen to this song and supposedly uh, I remember reading that this song has been used a lot of times to awaken people in, in a coma for some reason well, people respond to it. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. But, and I mean, who knows, maybe it's like these people were just sleeping and 
like they yeah. were like a two like a two hour coma <laughs> And they're like, oh, it worked. And they're like, hey, I was just sleeping. <laughs> I was in a coma for seven hours last night. <laughs> right. We all, many, many comas. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. There's not much else to say about it. It's just uh, a good song. Stevie Nicks does a good version of it, too. She recorded a version. I mean, it's I don't like it as much, but uh, I love Stevie Nicks, so. Anyway, well, do you remember right. that Tom Petty song? Uh, that and they did a video for it, and Johnny Depp comes out in that video. Oh, yeah, Into the Great Wide Open. Yeah, yes, yes, I could, yeah, yeah. Tom, I love, Don't... yeah, that was a blow when Tom Petty died. I know was... sometimes I forget he's sometimes I forget he's dead because I just don't, it doesn't seem real. Yeah, I know it's um. I yeah, it's, it's it was a blow. It was we totally unexpected. Like Glenn Fry too, and Glenn Fry died. You know, from the Eagles. That was just yeah, like, that oh, was a surprise. Like, yeah, that's never yeah. I never see the Eagles. I'll never yeah. see the Eagles. <laughs> but yeah, but Tom Petty. That was my friend nuts. Clayton got to see Tom Petty uh, at least once. I think he's seen him a couple times. Yeah, my brother got to see him at least once as well. Oh, uh, I wish. Yeah. It's a blow. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. I, there, I, I have on tape uh, his VH1 Storytellers, and mm-hmm. he does this song because uh, it that it was re- it was recorded around the time uh, Titanic came out, and he sang this song on the VH1 Storytellers, and it, it went like this: it went like the Titanic. It's a pretty good song. The Titanic, that boat was long. The Titanic, Celine Dion, should have been on. The Titanic. <laughs> I have to look that up. Oh, yeah, oh. the audience would oh, hate that up. He was funny, yeah. And yeah. he, there's, if I ever was like, acted in like a movie or something where I needed to seem like like unsettled or something I would think of him telling the story of when his house burned down like back in the uh I don't know in the 90s or late 80s or something and like because somebody like set fire to his house and he's like in an interview I'm getting like goosebumps for even just talking about it now Cause in the interview, he's like, he's like, man, you know, so, somebody, you know, somebody tried to kill me. Like, that's an unsettling thought. Like, I, I don't know if anyone's ever tried to kill you, but he, yeah, he's like, it's, it's really, it's a crazy thing to think about. And to this day, he, they never found out who, who started the fire, but yeah, somebody totally tried to kill him. Damn. Yeah. So I, I, in a way, maybe we're lucky that, uh, that we got, you know, more music out of him, but still, he could still be fucking playing music though. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. But like, didn't he die from an accidental overdose on these medications that he was on? And yeah, and I talked to my brother about this and I said, I don't get why he kept touring. I mean, he should have just been 
home relaxing. Yeah, you know, but he that's it. And but my brother's like, hey, well, you gotta understand that like a lot of music is available for free. So they're not getting paid as much anymore. So, you know, they're not getting paid at all. And so they just have to do this for money. But I'm like, but how much more money does he need? <laughs> how much more money does he need? <laughs> oh, I don't so, think he... You know, and he should have just taken care of his health. He should have just listened to... I'm not blaming him, of course. It's just... No, no. I wish he would have listened to the doctors. and Because I think he was on painkillers and... Yeah, and, and he, I think he hurt his hip and, or something. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah, I don't think he could uh quit. I think he just loved it too much. Right. Yeah, and I, and I'm not a musician, but I'm I'm sure that's a major blow, you know. Yeah. To them. And they can't they can't do it anymore. They're not supposed to do it anymore. But uh, rest in peace Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your next one? my turn yes <laughs> okay another southern rock rock song is uh ramblin man by the almond brothers oh cool the first time i heard this song funny enough was in the exorcist yes it's in the exorcist is um, it really i mean when father Karras is talking with another priest at the bar and that's where father Karras tells the pre because you know father Karras is also a psychiatrist so he's a priest and a psychiatrist and father Karras is telling this priest you know pretty much that um that he's not cut out to be a priest you know he's like i'm not cut out to be a priest or he didn't say those exact words but yeah um and that you know he's losing his faith and blah 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 or he thinks he's losing his faith but the song that's playing is ramblin man and i'm like what is that song it's such a cool song <laughs> And I don't remember how I found it. I don't, but I did. And I'm like, this is it. This is a song. The actresses, I love it. <laughs> and uh, there is this, um, it's still up there, actually, a diner in my hometown. And um, it's open 24 hours. And that's where everybody would go after going out to the clubs and the bars and stuff. So everybody would go there after drinking to eat and they had a jukebox an old school jukebox and ramblin man was one of the songs and i would always play it always. oh cool <laughs> <laughs> um it's just it's a great fucking song i love it and it, again it is nostalgia for me and it just makes me feel good yeah yeah just it did when i first heard it in the exorcist when i was a kid growing up and i would I hear that song i'm like this is a cool song <laughs> i love it so much I've I've done that at least once at uh karaoke. Chances are really? chances are that night that I uh met that girl, uh I sang Ramblin' Man. Yeah. <laughs> My best uh impression of uh <laughs> Almond Brothers. Yeah. You probably turned her on while doing that song. <laughs> He's just like, he's a rambling man, huh? Yeah, I don't know if she was an uh, Allman Brothers fan. <laughs> Maybe. No, but you sang a song. And... <laughs> Another thing about that night, uh, um, one of the guys that, uh, that, that was with me, uh, one of my friends, he, when he found out that I, like, hooked up with her, was like, you son of a bitch, like, because he, he really was, like, trying to, and uh, it was weird, because out of all of 
out of all of us that were there, like I was uh, like the probably most people would have said I was the least likely like guy to hook up with her, but but you just just never know, I guess. (laughs) Well, when you show sensitivity and that's the thing, man, uh, PSA, a lot of men for some reason want to be like really manly. And yes, that's, that's hot and stuff, but, um, being uh sensitive and caring can take you a long way but just don't be a dick and fake it either like don't pretend to be a caring man um but you know like if you're in your 20s that's a whole thing it's not that it makes it any better but it's a little more excusable but at our age come on (laughs) kindness takes you a long way with the ladies ah yeah yeah it should it with yeah with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, it is your turn, I think. Yes, yes. Okay, my next song. So this is the song that George was playing. Uh, I think Sunday maybe, and I was like, "Are you playing this song?" And uh, and he's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh wow, that's cool." And the song is Stand By Me by Ben E. King. Yes, the original one. Oh, of course, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that is one of the first songs that I, like when I made a playlist for George, that was one of the songs that, like, I put on there. Because we would sing, we would sing it uh, together, like, in the car. I would put it playing, and then we would both sing it when he was, like, I don't know, like, four years old or so so that was cool that yeah 10 years later he's uh still like still into it you know he was playing it on guitar that is so cute (laughs) yeah that is a great song um it's in a movie i can't stand by me stand by me of course that's where it's (laughs) played but have you ever heard john lennon's version of it yeah, I think I have actually. It's really good, really, really one of my favorite cover songs of all time. Oh, I is, it's been a long time, but I yeah, I'll have to check that out again. Yeah, because you know John is so his voice is so great, especially when he has to like really belt it out, and he's got that scratchiness in his voice. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah. All right, what's your next song? Oh, let me see. Um. Oh yeah, this song "Something About You" by Level Forty One. I don't remember the first time I heard this song. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember my first time hearing the song. But it's a cool fucking song. It's an '80s song. Um, yeah, I recognize Level Forty One. Yeah. And. Um, did I say level 42? I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, level 41, 40, yeah. 41. Oh, I, or is it, um, maybe it, no, maybe it is 42. I could be mistaken. I'm not sure. But that song, Something About You, is just a cool fucking song. It's one of my level, favorites. It's it one is of the 42. <laughs> just makes me happy. It's a, it's a grooving, a grooving tune is what it is. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
years ago I went to an 80s party and that's where I first kind of heard the song and I put it on an 80s uh, CD like a mix <laughs> yeah i wish i could remember the first time hearing that song uh my first time hearing that song and i i cannot remember for the life of me i cannot but it's it's just, it's just a badass song yeah yeah <laughs> 80s music is like is so great now um, i i didn't it could be and it's the nostalgia thing again but or, or kind of but it's yeah, also see, i don't know if i've heard it when I was a kid, honestly. No, this particular uh, song, I don't think I did either. Or, like, I feel like I did hear it when I was a kid, but not often. So maybe that's the draw to it, I guess, like a subconscious thing. Right. Maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> there it is. That's it. All right. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> okay, my next song is uh, Sealed with a Kiss, Brian Highland. Yeah, Sealed with a Kiss. And that song is one I heard a lot on the radio, and I was like, I need to get that song on a CD. So I ordered a CD, and I thought it was Bobby Vinton, which he did sing a version of it, and it's also a good version, but it's not this. It's not quite the same, of course. So, I ordered another CD, but I still thought that it was Bobby Vinton that sang it. So I ordered a different CD of of his, because the first CD I got was like a dance, like this dance version. So then I ordered like Bobby Vinton's greatest hits, and then I heard the song, and I was like, that's still not it. So then. I finally, uh, I must have done like a Yahoo search or because, you know, that was back then before Google. Yeah. <laughs> and then I figured out that it was uh, Brian Highland, who also sings the itty, itty bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini song. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that song. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, I don't know if it was cd universe or music boulevard but they got quite a bit of money from me trying to get this goddamn song <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that i i've always liked that uh song so yeah i don't have much else to say about it so what's your next song let's see um uh, hold on a sec The uh, Killing Moon by um, Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, wow. Okay. So that song is like, so I, um, I guess I heard it when I was a kid, but I forgot all about it. And then I remember going to this uh, little like concert. I don't remember who I saw, but it was like one of those like small venues, like a bar type thing. And at that point, at that time, it was called the White Rabbit. And next to the White Rabbit was a pizzeria. And my friend Ruby and I had gone to the show. And then we went to the pizzeria afterwards. And Killing Moon came on the radio, on the speaker. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I know this song. I haven't heard it in forever. But, oh, my God, this is such a great song. And I'm trying to, like, listen to it and hear it and hear the words, you know, the lyrics. and um. I forget which line 
I like, you know, memorized. So that way, when I got back to my dorm room, I could look it up. And I did. And I found it, Killing Moon, and then I listened to it, and oh, man, it was a religious experience. It really was. And I heard, and I listened to that song a lot, a lot. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm adding it to my playlist now. Yes. I, I sh- I, I'm going to add just... all of these to my... Huh? I'm going to add all of, all of your songs to my playlist just to check them out so that I remember. <laughs> Send me a list of your songs after we're done. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm writing down your songs also, but... I'm not going to do that. You no, just, that's you fine. You just send me the... I will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember hearing it and thinking like, oh my God, I totally forgot about this song. I heard it when I, when I was a kid, you know, like a little kid. And um, that was it, you know, and I was just sold and, and, and or just taken back and oh man it was like I said it was just an amazing experience to hear it again and and to actually hear it in my dorm room you know with without noise interruptions and stuff yeah yeah mm, yes and the singer I forget his name but he was just so beautiful because there was a video for it he was just so beautiful back in the day the 80s these new wave guys were just gorgeous you know they were just like (laughs) Gorgeous, gorgeous guys, beautiful faces, you know, better looking than women even, you know what I mean? Like they just, like <laughs> I'm a woman and I wish I looked like him because he was just so beautiful. I don't think he aged very well though, but that's okay. Um, Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's talented. Um, yeah. I never got to see him. They did come to San Antonio um, uh, a few years ago. I didn't get to go see them, but I did hear though that, your show was kind of boring. Ah, yeah, but um, another Gilmore Girls reference. Lorelai in her bedroom at you know um, her house, you know, like the the house she grew up in. Um, there's a an Echo and the Bunnymen poster. Oh, room. okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a great song. Love it. Mm. Yeah, so you great. definitely hear of of them them referenced. Uh every now and then in like a movie or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I can't believe I don't have any talking heads. That's like one of my favorite bands. I have no talking head songs in my list. Oh, uh, next time. <laughs> all right, your turn. All right. My next song is I'm So Afraid by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. I never heard that one. It's uh, it, it's like they're probably they're like, heaviest like rock song uh lindsey buckingham uh plays uh like a pretty yeah look i look it up uh like a live version of him playing that song he just like he uh i mean he basically makes love to his guitar on stage but yeah it's 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 really cool um i i they did a version of of it on the um the dance that album that came out in like 97 i think but my favorite version of the song is on a live it's a live version from 1980 and i always thought that i i I would put that song in a movie someday Uh but yeah i don't know (laughs) 
It's okay. One of my favorite songs on the list is actually the live version of it. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's what it. Yeah, the it is the the live version. Although I do like the original version too. It's it's much different, but. But yeah, yeah Lindsey Buckingham, I think, is uh, he's kind of an underrated uh, guitar player, but he he doesn't really. Yeah, that that's really one of the only songs he really does like uh, any extensive, you know, guitar play. I guess I don't know. Yeah. All right, what's your next one? Um, Ghost Song by The Doors. Oh wow! Go- okay. Yes, I love the Doors, and I also went through a little obsession. In high school, I went through, like, an obsession with 60s music. and um, But, like, my dad was, like, didn't listen to the Doors, really. And so, but I just came across them. And um, and um, the Ghost song I love because it's, again, it's just the music is really cool. It's kind of funky, a little, it's got a cool little jam to it and there's a line in the song let's see if i can remember it it's um hold on a second um indians scattered on dawn's highway bleeding ghosts crowd the young child's fragile eggshell mind which i think is fucking awesome so um i heard that Jim Morrison put that in because it's from an experience that he had as a kid. I think he was on a road trip with his parents. Uh-huh. And it's this car accident. And he was a little boy. And so anyway, he came across they came across this car accident and you know, the dead bodies were there and they were Native Americans. And um so that's where that line comes from, just what he saw as a child, you know. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with their on their highway bleeding ghosts crowd, this, you know, young child's eggshell mind. It's like very powerful. Very powerful. But um it's a really cool song and he gets poetic of course, because he's poets and um Yeah, yeah. But the music itself is pretty badass. And that's like, uh, I told a friend of mine, I said, if when I die and if you want to bring me back from the dead, play this fucking song and I will like. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. Okay, your turn. All right. Well, my next one is Desperado by the Eagles. (laughs) Are you like that guy from Seinfeld? Yeah, that's, I have a note here. I just have. Seinfeld written on there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah. uh, it's definitely a song that I've always, uh, or not always, but that I've, I've liked for many years now. Yeah. I don't go quite into a trance, but, uh, have you ever heard Linda Ronstadt's version of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's one of my favorite cover songs of all time. Yeah. Oh. I, I love that. I also love, uh, Diana Krall has a good version. I don't know if you know who she is. She's uh, uh like she's a singer and and pl- she plays piano. Also um married to Elvis Costello, I believe. But oh, she okay. has a good version of Desperado. I first saw her on Sesame Street. <laughs> and I I I I find her very attractive also. So I was like, who is that? And yeah, Diana Krall. Uh-huh. 
What was it? Diana Krall? Yeah, K-R-A-L-L. I never heard of her before. Yeah, I really haven't either. Hmm. No, I never heard of her. But I'll check out her uh, version of Desperado. Yeah, I yeah. doubt it'll be as good as under Ron's dance. No, that's hard to be, yeah. Because I haven't heard it, but yeah, Leonard Von Stant's cover was just absolutely perfect. Yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah, and dare I say, better than the Eagles. <laughs> well, yeah, she was a backup singer. She for them, just right? has such a wonderful voice. I yeah, I I think yeah, I remember. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she wanted to do. No, I'm sorry, they were her backup band. That's what it was. Oh, oh, really? Okay. And they wanted to do their own thing. They wanted to form their own band. and um, But they were afraid that they were going to offend her when they went to her about this. Uh -huh. uh, but no, she was not offended. She was very gracious. She gave them her blessing. Or her blessing, you know. and Because um, she's a wonderful person, yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's, it, it, we were talking about this earlier. Like these musicians that can't do what they love to do because if something happens and I know, with her it's yeah. the same thing I forgot what she has an ailment I that... what did she have end up did she have throat cancer I think or or something yeah something happened know. where she can't or wait does she have MS maybe I think she has MS that's, that's what I was gonna say yeah yeah what a shame yeah yeah, she's great, though. Yeah, she's awesome. All right, what's Actually, your next one? Oh, um, my next one is, we were talking earlier about live performances, and so this one is uh, Ball, uh, Ball and Chain by Janis Joplin. Oh, okay. And the holding And it was um, their, her, their performance on the Monterey Pop Festival. Oh, cool. Yes, and... That is actually my favorite live performance of all time. Janice killed it. I mean, she just fucking killed it. And when you watch it, you'll notice Mama Cass, one of the papas. Oh, yeah. She's in the audience, and she's just, like, blown away by Janice. Just blown away. I mean, how could you not be? And, oh, God, um, yeah. Um, my brother actually sent me, a few years ago, um, uh a link to an article where David Lynch talks about his favorites. I think like his like songs that he was mostly inspired by or something like that. And he mentioned this one, ball and chain. I'm like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> like, yes. So my brother, like, this is my, this is my favorite <laughs> performance ever. And David Lynch talks about it and how powerful her performance was. I mean, it is just mind blowing. That woman was just nothing but heart. Oh Yeah for sure yes she... and then after she finished you know everybody's applauding her and she just like you know runs off the stage and she looks very shy but then she like does this little like happy like you know hop off the stage or whatever or, like into backstage because <laughs> she knew she nailed it she fucking knew, <laughs> you know, she nailed it. if i'm ever rich i'm gonna hunt down the outfit that she wore in that performance. I'm going to fucking buy it. Oh. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will own that outfit one day. I don't know where it's at, but I will track it down, and I will own it. 
and it's just um uh another singer we lost way way too soon oh way yeah too soon. her status is yeah very um deserved uh-huh. in the standings of musical like gods slash goddesses i know i remember and uh vh1 did a list of uh um, the queens of rock and roll and they put her at number two they put aretha franklin as number one and janice is number two i'm just like wait a second but aretha isn't even rock and roll i mean i, I it, no like <laughs> janice is more rock and roll than she is oh you know, yeah janice is yeah the groupie, but no, Janice should be number one. <laughs> I, yeah, so I love Aretha, I but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man, it's Janice, but um, whatever. She's queen. She's my queen. I have a magnet <laughs> of hers on my refrigerator, and she's wearing, like, this sheer top, and you can see, like, her nipples and everything. <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> yeah. I've probably yeah, seen that but, picture, I'm sure. Um, such a cool magnet that I have. I love it. <laughs> I love her to death. I love her. Um, but yes, uh, one of my cousins posted a live performance by somebody and I said, no, check this one out. And then he responded. He's like, oh my God. He's like, wow. <laughs> he was just totally wowed by it. <laughs> yeah. She went all out. It's just amazing. And I love that she didn't care that she didn't look feminine. Right. Oh and yeah. She wasn't, I mean, it's a blues a bluesy rock song and it's about heartache and she just like didn't care about looking feminine or sounding feminine even it was just like her fucking cheese grater voice you know oh that's what yeah that's what makes her i mean just awesome yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very very real (laughs) love and she's a texan she was a texan Oh, wow. I didn't know that. No, she was from uh, Port Arthur. That's where she was from. All right. I can go on and on. (laughs) Your turn. All right. My next one is, speaking of which, California Dreamin' by the Mamas and the Papas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, it's, uh, I've always, or I, I've loved that song for a long time. I wanted to move out to California many years ago, of course. And so that was always a song that uh, spoke to me. And uh, and it's when I was looking up the song for this, I, cause I'm, I'm one thing about songs that I like, I'm kind of notorious. Well, to myself anyway, of not, not knowing like the words to songs, even some of my favorite songs or Mm -hmm. like I, sometimes I don't know like a particular word or something. And in this song, there's, um, because Michelle Phillips wrote the song and well, and John wrote it too, but she wrote the line about like, you know, stopped into a church. And, and I always wonder, I always wasn't sure if they were saying I began to pray or I pretend to pray. And I always hoped it was, I uh, pretend to pray. And I finally looked up and that is what it was supposed to be. Except, uh, mama Cass, uh, accidentally saying, 
I began to pray. So I don't know if it's in the like the released version, but uh, possibly they both uh, sing that. But yeah, it it is supposed to be I pretend to pray. (laughs) Wow. I I always just heard I began to pray. Oh, and I yeah. didn't even know that the whole pretend story. I didn't know that. That you know what's interesting about that? Um, one of my favorite songs by them is uh, "I Saw Her Again." Oh yeah. You know, and so there's a part in the song where um, I think uh, is it Danny or John? He goes, "I saw her," and he stops. And he says, I saw her again last night. So the reason why he stopped is because it wasn't, he wasn't on cue. Oh, really? Oh, man. Right. That's a blooper, if you will. Oh, and I love that part of the song. Get this, Paul McCartney heard that. He didn't know it was a mistake. He, he's like, he heard that and he's like, oh, that's genius. You know, Paul McCartney loved that. He thought it was intentional. <laughs> he thought that it was intentionally. And he finds out like, oh, it wasn't intentional. It was actually a mistake. But, you know, it fucking works. It works. Oh, wow. Yep. It's just one of those things where like the music gods just came through, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, the parking garage episode of Seinfeld, where they finally find the car. <laughs> you know the whole story? Like, Purple so 23. in the script, how it was supposed to end, they get in the car, they finally find the car, and they get in, and, and the Kramer's supposed to start it, and they're just supposed to drive off. Well, what happens in the episode? He's trying to, he's starting it, and it's not running. He can't start it. That was a mistake. That was that was not yeah, intentional. Yeah. That was a blooper. But they thought this is fucking perfect. Actually, this is the right. perfect ending to this episode. Oh yeah, it, it should have been the ending. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, they're like, we didn't even think about and you that. You can see we them laughing in the car. That. It was just like, and like Jerry said, he's like, it's like the TV gods just fucking like, you know, shine, you know, just shone upon us. And yeah, like, yeah. And we're keeping that in the episode because that is perfect. After all of this, they find the car and it's not starting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with the moms and the papas, that's so funny. Like, it's weird how, like, their mistakes have helped <laughs> them out a bit. All right. What's your next one? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, Surf's Up by the Beach Boys. Oh, wow. Yes. So I, I love the Beach Boys. And I know people... I didn't know that, I don't think. ...who don't know a lot of Beach Boys songs. They just see them as, like, a surf rock band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Surf's Up... Well, the title's there. Surf's Up. <laughs> it's a surfing song. It's very poetic. Very poetic. Um, There's more and, to them, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like the, you know, like, you know, it's not, it's nothing like that. It's... Ryan here. Hold on a second. I got to hear that again. Oh, my God, that's adorable. Imelda, you're going to fucking kill me. All right, back to the show. You know, um, what's his face? I want to say. Brian Wilson. 
Brian Wilson, thank you. I was going to say Brian Williams. Brian, <laughs> Brian Wilson, you know, at the, at the piano, you know, and... Brian um, Williams was in the Beach Boys. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, it's a great fucking song. The harmonies, you know, the lyrics, again, it's kind of confusing. In fact, they mentioned Olang Sang. They mentioned that in the song. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what is this song about? I don't know, but it's just um, piano, and it's just him singing it, and then some horns. You hear some horns and stuff. Great, great song. Great song. I love it. And again, it's not a surfer song. You know, it's not like a fun time summer song. It's not. It's very poetic. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Beautiful song. I love it. <laughs> Okay, your turn. All right, my next one is by the Guess Who, No Time. Which one? Um, No Time. You know, it goes, no time left for me. Yes. That one, yeah. Or no time uh -huh. left for you. Or maybe they say both, I don't know. See, again, that's one of my favorite songs, and I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the spot. So when you're on the spot, kind of. Oh, that wouldn't forever. matter. I, I, his singing in my car. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Even when you, oh, okay. But so yeah, even it's, when it's you're one of my it, you don't songs. know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that song. I forgot who sings it. I don't know the real lyric, but the lyric I always hear is wrapped up like a douche. Find oh it yeah. By the line. Wrapped, uh, wrapped, wrapped up, up like a douche. A douche. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's, that's not the, that's not the correct. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, and that. Why did, why did, so, um, the guess who, shit, I was supposed to start with this. So there's only one knock, knock joke that I've ever written. And so it goes like this, knock, knock. Who's there? Sing a little guess. Sing a little yes who. These eyes cry every night for you. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I like it. It's cute. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? We got two minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. So the next one is a, a um, Linda Ronstadt song called Y Andale. So I don't know if you know this, but Linda Ronstadt is half Mexican. And so yeah, she's yeah. kind of a pretty big deal to us Mexicans, right? And um, and she came out this album called Canciones de mi Padre, which is like songs of my father. And so what she does is in this album is she sings like all the traditional Mexican songs that she grew up with because of her dad. And I got my dad this album for Father's Day one year um, because he's a, you know, he loves her and everything. And uh -huh. he's Mex he knows these Mexican songs. The song Y Andale, which means, um, uh, basically it kind of means like, just go for it, I guess. And it's about a guy who's a drunk. And he's, and the song is for, you know, he's serenading his woman. And, you know, his, and he's like telling his woman, yeah, I'm sure your parents you know, they're going to tell you that I'm just nothing but a drunk and blah, blah, blah. But if you could only see how beautiful it is to empty these bottles 
you know, like, and he's basically praising his drunkenness, you know, <laughs> and, um, it's a beautiful song. There's like some charisma to it. Um, it's awesome. Linda Ronstadt actually did a concert where she performs all these songs and the album, I think it was on PBS and it was cute because she brought up, she brought her niece onto the stage to sing along with her. Oh, and wow. Linda Ronstadt, yeah, Linda Ronstadt, her niece was like 17 years old. And so Linda Ronstadt thought that that'd be like a nice touch because her niece is 17 and she's innocent, you know? So it was like cute to have the voice of an innocent child singing this song. <laughs> um, but yeah, we Mexicans, we love our drinking songs. We do. And we just, you know, crank it up. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's just a very cute song. Um, if, and it sucks because if you don't know Spanish, I mean, you can find a translated version of it. Like or like the lyrics are translated to English. Oh, that's all right. I I have a number of like French songs on my playlist, even that that I like. Right. Yeah, and I've read the translations of this song, and it's pretty it's pretty close, you know. So I approve. <laughs> and uh, but yes, and it's a Mexican ranchera song, and there's a Ron Stamp just obviously doing an amazing job you know but again these are songs that she grew up with because again she's mexican and awesome. she's one of our uh, one of our pride and joys like an ambassador kind of <laughs> music that's right that's right and and she's very uh, there's a documentary that came out about her a few years ago i haven't watched it yet and you know it was before she made this album she told somebody like her age or manager or agent or something that she wanted to do this she said i want to do this album and you know to talk about and sing songs of my mexican heritage i really want to do that and her manager said pretty much like that's like career suicide and she said i don't care you know this is my heritage and i want to do it oh, and yeah. she did it people fucking loved it that's awesome Mm-hmm. Yes. So Mexican pride over here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, your turn. All right. Uh, my next one is a song called You Belong to Me by Joe Stafford. That and that song is the song um, um, on uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That is Joel and... Um, well, and uh, Midge's song, like that's a song uh, that they dance to. Uh, like on their wedding day? I think so. I, it was in the like one of the either the last episode or the one before or the second to the last where they they show them saying like, this is our song. And it, yeah, it's, it starts I out like, it starts out like, see the pyramids along the Nile. But uh, so Joe Stafford, I I love a lot of her songs, but yeah, this is probably her most famous and my favorite. But I what is her name again? Uh Joe J O, and then Stafford, S T A F F O R D. Oh, okay. Aww, so cute. <laughs> Aww. 
it's funny because there I made a, a CD to for uh, years ago. I made a CD that we would play uh, at the nursing home, and there was a song called "Shrimp Boats," which is another which is a song from the fifties, and then another song um, called "Temptation." And one of my coworkers, uh, Teresa, would like talk about those two songs and then i found out that both of them were by joe stafford (laughs) or well one of them was joe stafford and this guy red engel but yeah it was kind of funny that they ended up being by the same person and when i told her she was like what (laughs) oh all right what's your next one uh this song called brilliant mind by this band called furniture um have you ever seen some kind of wonderful with Eric Stoltz and no, uh, no, yeah, it's a you know one of them John Hughes '80s you know rom coms, and um, the movie's cool. The soundtrack is badass because it's a lot of like obscure '80s bands that really didn't become famous. Hmm. And there's one band on there I forgot their name, but they did a cool cover of. Amanda Jones, the Rolling Stones song, Amanda Jones. Okay. Um, because Leah Thompson plays Amanda Jones. Um, and so there's that. And then there's this band called Lick Tints who did a version, a remake of uh, um, Can't, wait, what is it? Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis. Um, really cute song. But anyway, but there's one song called Brilliant Mind by Furniture. It is fucking badass. And I actually found a video of of this song, and it's the band on stage, and you have the crowd there, and the, the audience is so cool, man. They're like on black huh. and shit, you know, and they're all new waivers, and you know, the girls are all in black with their hair like in their face, you know. <laughs> um, it's a great, great song. Great song. Um, I listened to other furniture songs, but eh, they weren't that good. Oh. Or I, I didn't like them. I didn't like them that much. But this song was badass, and um, the lyrics are great. And uh, I don't know, like, um, I guess it's like about a girl who wants to be with him, and he tells her, "You must be out of your brilliant mind." You know, oh, which okay. is awesome. I love that. It's like, because <laughs> he's complimenting her. And then, you know, everybody's asking him, like, well, why don't you, like, you know, tell your secrets to her and this and that. And then he says, they must be out of their brilliant minds. And then he says, I must be out of my brilliant mind. It's just a really cool song. Huh. Awesome. Love it so much. Love I'll it, love it, love look it. look it up. It, it doesn't seem it's to like, be on Spotify, but. No, it's just go on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> You'll find yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's on Spotify, unfortunately. So this band I read, because I was like, whatever happened to this band? And there was some kind of, like, legal thing, and that's why they weren't able to release albums or something, something. I don't remember, but it's a great song. Love it. Nice. Love it. And, of course, he sounds all like those 80s dudes. You know how they all sounded like, like, like Robert Smith (laughs) and Morrissey? He has that. Yeah, yeah. 
But like Beavis and Butthead, I remember, I don't know which video they were watching and Butthead's like, why do these guys, like, he's like, yeah, he's like, have you noticed that the guys from the 80s, all these 80 singers sound like this? And he did like an imitation of them, like, Yeah, Beavis and Butt It. I need to watch them again someday. I I really didn't watch it that much when it was on. I liked it, but I don't know why. I just there was just other things I guess I watched, but I remember it was funny and yeah. I know that was like that was my show, man, growing up. That was my fucking show, Beavis and Butt It. And I watched it when they were on liquid television. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they played frog baseball, and I watched that for the first time in forever, <laughs> like a couple of years ago. That's so and, terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I laughed at this. Yes, I know it's a cartoon, but still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fucking a live frog as a baseball, or like, <laughs> oh god, what was wrong with me? <laughs> my favorite, I, 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 I'm. I don't think I saw the episode, but I've heard uh, somebody describe this episode. It was uh, um, Beavis and Butthead are supposed to sell candy bars, you know, to raise money for uh, something at school. And so one of them buys, gives gives the other one a dollar and buys one of his candy, like Beavis buys one of Butthead's candy bars. And yes. then Butthead buys a candy bar from beavis and gives him that dollar back so they keep giving that dollar back and forth and they eat all the candy bars yeah but i, I want to see that episode just because that's that's a brilliant just funny idea it is it's kind of like well maybe like i don't want to see abbott and costello but it's one of those type of situations yeah yeah you know, like for sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I have a, I don't know if I have the whole series on DVD, but I know I do have at least a season of Beavis and Butt on DVD, and I, I've been meaning to rewatch that because I fucking love them so much. Um, <laughs> that's what I grew up with. You know, I was obsessed, and it would come on at 6 p.m. sometimes, and so I'm like, I gotta go home and watch Beavis and Butthead, and that's all I would talk about was Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> and uh, they, did the, they did the movie, and there's a like a, an investigator detective cop guy and Robert Stack did the voice of that cop. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's in Texas, right? He was in Butthead is in Texas. No. You're in Texas. Yep. Wow. My judge is from Texas and, um, cause I noticed that there are some references in views and Butthead that gave me the idea like oh shit this is in texas but texas is so huge so and i'm from like the border like south border so i'm like i don't know but this is north texas and then you know my judge went on to do king of the hill also texas oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so um of course (laughs) texas fuck yeah all right um i think it's your turn all right So, yes, my next song is by the left bank, Walk Away Renee. I never heard that before. Oh, I'm sure you have. But, uh, yeah, you'll have to look it up. 
it's uh i my uncle my uncle joe said that it's um one of the songs that that he will like it makes him tear up and i i get that and yeah i've always liked it and it's one of the songs that when it comes on like my playlist or radio i will never skip it i don't think i've ever skipped it which uh, that sounds like silly but it's just it's like a haunting I, the left bank is they're they're like a group it it's probably their like only hit is it was, uh-huh. was kind of like a one hit wonder but they're they I, i've never heard of any other band that fit into this category but they they're described as like baroque rock not not broke <laughs> but baroque <laughs> and yeah, uh okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure you've heard it. It's uh, like, um, just just walk away, Renee. You won't see me follow you. No, no. I was gonna ask. Is, is it like a breakup song or something? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I yeah, yeah, I guess. I never heard it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. It's uh, I will. A good one. Um, the actually, there's a flute solo in the song that um, that was inspired by the flute solo in California Dreamin'. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. All right. What's your next one? Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> speaking of Texas, uh, Amarillo by Morning by George Strait. Okay. Um. I don't remember when I first heard this song, but I love it. And um, I remember being at a bar club once and this very handsome older man, I was in my 20s, and this guy had to have been in his 40s, maybe 50s, but he was, he was very handsome. And he asked me to dance and it was this song. And um, I fell in love with him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know his name. We just danced and everything, and that was it. Um, he wasn't a creep or anything like that. I mean, I kind of wish he would have been because I would have <laughs> known his name, because <laughs> I liked him. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I did like him. And, and but he asked me to dance, and it was this song. And um, I don't, I don't know how to dance at all, especially country music. I have no idea. Um, but. You know, aside from that, this is just a very beautiful song. Very beautiful. And it's just George Strait talking about Texas towns. Nice. <laughs> you know, Amarillo by Morning, up from San Antonio. Hello, San Antonio. And, uh, I mean, the lyrics are all, like, stupid, conservative, like, <laughs> uh, I ain't got a dime, but what I got is mine. And, Lord, I ain't rich, but I'm free or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's from a great song. I love it so much, and I I love George Strait. Even though I I don't want to get political here, but whatever. Um, I still love him. <laughs> I yeah, still yeah. love him. He still melts my heart. He's just gorgeous, <laughs> and he will always be gorgeous. <laughs> the most beautiful man ever, George Strait. I yeah. I've um I've heard his song cross my heart uh twice in the last 
Well, tw- I think it was one in one day I heard it twice, uh, and that was a couple really? days ago. But uh, that Burn. that song, I put, I remember I put that song on a tape that I gave to uh, my friend Joanna because I was, like, in love with her um, oh, in, in, in grade school. And shout out to <laughs> my friend Jeremy, who's married to her. <laughs> But yeah, my my friend Jeremy, uh yeah, he, um that's his his wife Joanna. Um but yeah, when I was in elementary school, she was my big crush. And, Wouldn't it have been funny if he like chose that song as like their <laughs> wedding dance? Yeah. You're pretty near, like tears just like <laughs> streaming down your face. <laughs> You're like, that was my song for her first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. They were all, yeah, at that point in my life, I was listening to this country station. So that's all I, that was like the music I was really into. Um, for, yeah, I, it was the only, it was one of the only radio stations that would come in like clearly, which is weird because the radio station was based in Wisconsin. But yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Oh, and uh, one more quick story about uh, Amarillo by Morning. There was a guy that used to come to sing at at the nursing home. He uh-huh. he would do like karaoke, and <laughs> he that is one of the songs he would sing. That one and um and Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. But yeah, Amarillo right. by Morning was another, was one that he would do. And when he would do it, he would say that, okay, I just got to get a, a request out of the way. And then he would sing that. And I kept thinking, like, like who's requesting this? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, not criticizing the song, but I was like, I, I thought that was weird. And he would always say that. Then I saw him... Cause he would do the, he would run karaoke at certain bars around here. And then I saw him or heard him saying that, that he, that that was a request he was going to get out of the way. So I, then I realized, Oh, he just always says that because he likes to sing the song. It was like an excuse yeah. to sing. It. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to do, you don't have to like make up a story. Just right. Sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, how much uh how much time do we have uh we're at almost at 20 so okay my next song is the solid state by townland written by matt gorley who i mentioned at the beginning um he because he has yeah. a band and this song i've it's a newer song that i've uh fallen in love with and i almost always listen to it when i'm cleaning up uh after bingo at work i ask uh well i don't want to say the name but you know the amazon uh the the woman's name that controls everything amazon related starts with an a also (laughs) but anyway i I ask her to play this song and almost every day like for the past a few weeks at least or a month or so but anyway it's it's a cool song uh, there's my favorite line in there maybe is, uh, it goes, I, I'm a screen queen back in 1978, which is a reference to Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Oh, nice. So, yeah, I love it's, it it's, uh, I mean, he lives in California, so there's a lot of California references. But anyway, that's that's one of my new yeah. favorite newer songs. Okay, that's going to be all for part three of episode seven. Um, we've gone through most of the songs now. There's only ten more to go. So part four with the last ten should be out uh, hopefully soon. So far, Imelda has not said the secret word. Again, you can email me and the podcast at uddpod at gmail.com. And so far, I've just got uh, one email here. And uh, all, all, uh, all, all it says is it's just, it's just a request. So I'm just going to get this request out of the way. All right. Thank you for listening. I very, very much appreciate it. And thanks, Tom. And we will all go together when we go. Every hot and tot and every Eskimo. When the air becomes Uranus, we will all go simultaneous. Yes, we all will go together when we all go together. Yes, we all will go together when we go. And it's not like the, you know, like, you know, it's not, it's nothing like that.